0: You're listening to the Short-Term Revolution Podcast. If you're a physician and want to generate meaningful side income, you're in the right place. Learn how to make real income from short-term rentals. So pour yourself a cup of coffee and let's catch up. Welcome to the Short-Term Revolution Podcast. And now your host... A pediatric anesthesiologist, real estate investor, and now short term rental host, Dr. Chiagozi Fawole. Hello there, Short Term Revolution podcast listeners. I am super excited to bring you this episode of the podcast. Today, I'm going to be chatting with my very own client and now friend, Dr. Nana Arthur. She is a physician down in the Atlanta area. And she joined us in our world um, late in 2021. Initially, felt that she couldn't, you know, get her property. But working together, we were able to come up with, you know, strategies. And she finally secured her amazing, amazing beach home down in Panama City Beach. And I remember that by, by, by the time I spoke with her a few months into it, she had already made like 20k or something like that. Like it was, it was like crazy wild. Anyway, I got to interview her in this episode. This was was actually initially recorded for the Short-Term Revolution Conference, the STR conference in 2022. If you have not seen that conference and you want to get access to it, um, you can go to strcon2022.com to get like all the interviews. But this right here, right in your ears right now, you're going to listen to this amazing episode with my client, Dr. Nana Arthur. All right, I'll see you on the other side. Okay there, Short-Term Revolution people. I am super excited because I have my amazing, amazing, amazing client here, Dr. Nana Arthur, to share with us about her journey starting out getting short-term rentals. Welcome, Nana.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure to be here. I'm actually excited to share my story.
0: Oh, I'm really glad. I'm really, really glad. I I particularly love your story because it has a lot of, it, like each time I think about you, like I almost have a chuckle inside of me because I know how it kind of meandered and meandered to, to eventually getting to where you are now. But before we even go anywhere there, can you just share with the audience, you know, who you are, what you do in medicine and outside? You know, just basically tell us about yourself and then we can get more into your real estate story.
1: All right, so I am a hostelist and I practice out in the Atlanta area. I'm a busy mom with an 11 year old who's a gymnast, so she makes me travel all over the country. (laughs) And uh, my husband is a pharmacist. So I work week on week off. And so during my weeks off, I spend time driving my daughter to practice and then when I have some downtime, time trying to figure out something else. So this is how I ended up with real estate, but that will be, we'll talk about that later.
0: <laughs> so so before short-term rentals, what was your real estate background? Like, were you, you know, crazy out there buying properties? Or was this your first, just, you know?
1: Uh, well, like most people, we were accidental landlords. So okay. We had a home here in the Atlanta area and moved, and that became like a long-term rental. Okay. And as the pandemic came, that was the time that we were looking at something, some other investments outside, you know, our W two income. So I did look into real estate in general. It, do some syndications and then
0: as a as, a, 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 as a passive investor
1: passive and okay. invested, yes so I was looking into long term I mean kind of looking in the Atlanta area but it was just very passive I wasn't fully invested in that and then I think um I started listening to messed up in uh one of these conferences I think it was uh one of those ones where you talked at and then you mentioned arbitrage and I'm like oh what's all what's this all about I probably need to get into that Mm -hmm. and so
0: (laughs) and for for those who are wondering what arbitrage is that's basically where you get where you lease somebody else's property and turn it into a short-term rental but just a quick explanation go ahead
1: my Reason initially for considering arbitrage, I kept telling myself while I was looking into the long term that I did not have enough money to invest into any, you know, long term, short term. So I was going to start with arbitrage, like uh Thiago Z mentioned, like to generate some cash flow and then be able to use that as my down payment for any investment property. Now, yeah. While doing arbitrage, I mean, I kept searching, searching. There was the SDR con, and Mm -hmm. for that, I think we got a chance to hear Jeff Chisholm, the second home loans in 10% down. I was like, oh, wow, okay, maybe I can find some, some homes to buy. And then, of course, after the SDR con, hear about the tax benefits, I was, you know, on track. I was like, I am going to find myself a short-term rental. Now, I did have limiting beliefs. I kept, I was afraid initially to take that big step. Mm-hmm. I kept telling myself, "What if I made a mistake?" I just kept telling myself I still didn't have enough money. But as my mindset changed, as I lent more. I told myself that it was suddenly was possible.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so that got me onto the journey of short-term. Rent.
0: Nice. I still remember, I still remember that day. It was, it was, it, it, it was Um. I'm doing our, our retreat actually territory retreat that we kind of like like talked through, you know, those, those fears, those concerns. Would you be able to just kind of share sort of like what the, what you say was one big, Limiting belief that you felt you had to sort of overcome. I know you, you mentioned one of them, which was feeling that like you didn't have the money. Like, what do you think was behind that? You know, if you if you like to, um, and any others like that, that, that.
1: You know, there were two big limiting beliefs. One, again, like I mentioned, much as I had you know investments here and there, I was thinking it had to be some chunk of money sitting somewhere for me to use as mm-hmm. my. Amen. But as we went along, I I think uh, you mentioned you know different ways of having creative financing. So mm-hmm. that you know got me comfortable, and then there was also the fear of making a mistake. And I'd also talked to Latifa,
0: Latifa, yeah,
1: and she had coached me on the fact that yeah. <laughs> one, I had money, and I.
0: You know, She's good like that, you know?
1: (laughs) And two, it's okay to make a mistake. So that was a learning that you learn from your mistakes. It's okay to fail, but of course you have to do your due diligence. And so based on that, you know, my mindset changed and I did do my due diligence and, you know, did a lot of research to get me on track. So, I mean, I do credit both of you for getting me on this journey for sure.
0: Yeah. It's funny this. It's funny that that you mentioned both um, Jeff Chisholm and Latifah, because I have I actually have on um, both of them. I'm speaking during this, but um, but now let's let let's actually learn learn about about the 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 um, property that that you got. Where was it? Why did you choose that city? If you want to share, you know, how much you got it, you know, all those things. Yeah,
1: I initially had like five markets in mind. Of course, I definitely because I'm here in Atlanta. I wanted to go to a vacation market, like drive-to market. So Mm -hmm. I did consider the Smokies and Gulf Shores in um, the Destin Panama City area, so more of the Emerald Coast. Eventually, um, when I started out, that was during a period where there were so many offers, especially in the uh, Smokies, and I just couldn't, so I called the competition because I had to either have an appraisal gap. So I just pivoted towards the uh, Emerald Coast and I was looking for rental that I could travel to with my family. So that was, you know, one of my uh, focus. I did have a budget in mind, so I just had to go towards the Panama City area, even though Destin was also one of my top mm-hmm. areas to invest in. And I chose that because the prizes were within my budget. As a starter, I didn't want to go too, too high.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, I started doing the research in that area. During that time too, I did hear about the uh, short term shop. Mm-hmm. So, so I did get in touch with one of the realtors down in that area and of course, for each property that I would see, I would do my analysis numbers. just to kind of see if it was going to be something that would, you know, that would work for my cash on cash or would cash flow. And um, I think uh, that's not been end of February, March. That's when I eventually found my current short term rental, nice. which I closed on at the end of um, April.
0: Oh, nice, 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 nice. You're listening to the Short-Term Revolution Podcast with your host, Chia Fawole. I still remember, I think it was a text or something that you sent me, and you were like, these numbers don't make sense. <laughs> and I, I still remember it so clearly because I was like, yes, yes, she can now tell when numbers don't make sense. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I actually did do a lot of analysis, thanks to you, because um, you shared your the calculator, which mm-hmm. I'm sure you will share eventually, but it's based on how much you're putting down, your closing costs, how much you're using to set up, and then on the other side, based on DNA data, like what's the gross income, and with your expenses, calculate your cash-on-cash and I must say, I've done a lot of those. You
0: so. <laughs> I <laughs> I just say like, it very casually, like, "Oh yeah, you know, you just you just get your girls, just use their DNA." <laughs> <I'm sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> I love it! I love it! Love it! Love it! <laughs> yeah, it um,
1: wasn't as easy as that, though. But you what, know, you do have is? to do your research for sure, because yeah. I was like, I. Definitely, this is a lending care for sure, but you definitely have to do your due diligence. And yeah. just so that you don't <laughs> buy something and at the end of the day, you're like, oh, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so speaking <laughs> about buying something and then at the end of the day, how has how has this one gone? How has the, the property?
1: So good thing is this house did come with a lot of perks like came, a golf inch, right? mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, I had to make some changes in there because I was looking for some kind of modern cozy feel. So I used some, I got some new furniture in there. And um, so I did go live close to end of May. And of course, (laughs) once you list on Airbnb and VRB, it was amazing. I mean, having that boost from Mm -hmm. those sites I got bookings it was so exciting. <laughs> the good thing is eventually I got like fully booked in June, July, which are seasonal months. Did make some I think don't quote me but maybe between the two months a little over 20k or so. So that's been amazing and for a first timer, I had to make adjustments to the mm-hmm. pricing. Mm-hmm. So it definitely could have been more, but I had to kind of get people in the door, get the yeah. reviews going. Mm-hmm. So yeah.
0: And I think you got premier host right on verbo, if I remember.
1: Yes, I, I got premier host on verbo. And it's been interesting. So I have been learning the market, I mean, as we go along and I've noticed mm-hmm. hosts I've, getting, I've been getting a lot more bookings on Verbo than That's Airbnb. That's interesting, did. actually. Yes. Actually, when I went live, Verbo, I had like five bookings within the first week. Oh, and wow. I still do get a lot more Verbo. And well, I guess the good thing with Verbo is after three five-star ratings, you get premier host. Nice. As so, compared to Airbnb, That's which requires eight. A little so, more.
0: Okay. Yeah. Nice, yeah. nice, nice. Okay. So I, I just remembered actually that I put this in our group. I said, This place is outstanding and very nice. We, the best we've ever stayed, recommending this unit to all of our friends. I saw this this morning and I was like, Yay!
1: Yeah, actually, that made my weekend. Oh,
0: so awesome.
1: <laughs> Yeah, because I, you know, I didn't really think about this until getting into, you know, hosting. And I love it. And I love the fact that I'm putting myself in their shoes. What would I want to see when I go into this home? So, you know, kind of giving it the cozy feel, having like enough to like supply coffee and just making sure that, you know, they, they feel at home, books, stuff like that. So, yeah, it's been great. Like I said, I I wanted to do it just for the investment. But I'm enjoying the hosting bit. Um, that's awesome. I mean, there have been some challenges. It's not all rosy, but <laughs> <laughs> it's it's been a great experience. Nice, nice. Yeah.
0: Now, for somebody that's thinking about possibly hosting in a beach, beach town, you know, beach type area, what kind of amenities did you consider or actually put into your unit that you feel made it, you know, really pop like this?
1: So, there's a lot of um, beach properties that have, like, if you're not directly on the beach, mm-hmm. like, having that golf cart to golf cart. Okay. The other thing was supplying, you know, beach chairs, umbrella, beach toys. So, mm-hmm. that's, you know, a great amenity. Of course, um, people always want to go to the pool. I don't own a pool, but the community that my mm, okay. has a pool. The home also has an outside shower, so that helps to have people clean up. Clean up before
0: they come in. Yeah,
1: yeah, in the home. Mm. And then also, you know, the flooring is also very important. So it's not tile or LVP, not hardwood, because there's a chance people are going to be wet. Wet. Um, I also supply beach towels. And of course, the decoration is more of kind of a coastal. Coastal.
0: Thing. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Did you say the flooring is tile?
1: It, I'm just or saying. It's not like tile. Mine is not. It's just a um, LVP.
0: Oh, so. it is LVP. Okay. Okay. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. Okay. So now, where do you see this going? What's your sort of like your next, next phase growth? You plan to just hold one and just keep that one for a while? Or you plan to get, a, you know, another one, a couple more? What do you
1: think? Well, my plan was to get another one in the same like areas just because I think one thing we didn't mention is having your boots on the ground, having your team. So thankfully, I have a great cleaner and um, there's a couple and Mm -hmm. the guy is also a handyman. So whenever there's things to be fixed, they've been, you know, an amazing team to work with. So I was uh, looking in that area to find something in that area. So, yes, I'm I'm still looking for another property. I mean, my goal was maybe two or three by the end of this year. But okay. with the interest rates, I kind of <laughs> backed off a little bit. So maybe another one up to three. Okay. But I've been running my numbers to find the best deal because when I initially closed, the interest rates were around... I think it was four.
0: Yeah, three, four. If so, it was March, yeah.
1: Yeah, but now we're in the five, sixes, Six, seven. So <laughs> whenever I'm I'm doing my calculation, I'm kind of using seven to kind of because I do not want any surprises. So yeah, just be more conservative. That's
0: yeah. good. And I <laughs> I chuckle because this is somebody that that previously thought she did not have money to do this. And now she wants to do two, three in a year. So y'all just, I'm just going to just leave that right there, you know, because you know, there's very often, like we tell ourselves stories and, you know, that's a lot of what we do in our world, you know, in, in our, in our, in our programs and stuff to just really help you find your money. (laughs) Yeah,
1: actually you're right about that. I mean, I think that a lot of us have that mindset. I do not want to, I don't have money. And I also didn't have an open mind. I think I was also coming from a place of scarcity. But Mm. as I've learned coming from abundance, sharing what you have, Mm. asking questions, you're going to learn a lot along the way. So I will say You know, like everyone else says, you just start and you figure Mm it out as you go along. Yep,
0: yep, yep. Oh, this is awesome. This is awesome. Wow. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's always nice, really, just to kind of, you know, interview both those who have done this now for a couple of years and those of you who have just, you know, done your first deals, because it, it really helps paint that picture to people to help people see that, you know, you start somewhere and then you grow and then you grow. And I'm really excited. I'm really excited to see, to see how 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 this one has gone? It's been live now for just a couple of of months, and you're talking already two months, twenty k. I mean
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's been great for sure. and That's, then you know, I also in this whole process, have learned that of course, it's a seasonal market. You have mm-hmm. to be creative, you know, mm-hmm. to get all people in. and so it's a landing cab, and you you're constantly sharing learning, so. It's been good, yeah.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, thank you for coming and sharing your story, um, Haknana. Um, where can people, you know, if somebody who wants to connect with you, you know, reach out for something, I don't know, how can they find you? Oh,
1: yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm on Facebook. Um, It's, if you look up Nana Arthur, I'm on Facebook. I'm also on Instagram. I use a different name. I use mm-hmm. Konada, K-O-N-A-D-A-16. Mm-hmm. And I'm on LinkedIn. So... I'm all over the place. Very easy to find. LinkedIn is the same kind of author. So yeah, awesome. happy to awesome. share. All right.
0: Well, thanks again for coming Thank on.
1: You so guys, much for having was- me. I appreciate it. Thank oh, you. It's my pleasure. Uh-huh. It's my
0: pleasure. All right, thanks. guys. We will see you on the next one. I see ya. Thanks. Bye. Okay, was that amazing or what? I t- listen. I know my people win. <laughs> All right. If you would like us to help you get started with your next first or next short-term rental, you want to go to workwithme2021.com slash book, workwithme2021.com slash book. And I will see you on the next episode of the podcast. Oh, wait, 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 wait a minute. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to share this episode with a friend. All right. Take care. Bye.